Welcome to the podcast. It's so nice to have you both here. Thank you, Rich. Please introduce yourselves and let's get going. Let's start with you. So, you know me, but I think uh, my name is Thierry. I own the Café de Paris and uh, I'm here since 1995. So, that's kind of like 27 years, getting to 28. I was born in Switzerland, speak French, married a French woman. I became French and I'm Costa Rican since 25 years. Nice. My son is 20 years old, so he was born in San Jose, but came here, he was 10 days old. So it's 20 years he's living in the around the beach with us, and uh, that's us. A family of three with my wife, Martine. Everything we have built in Osara is have been together, so a family of three, 27 years in Osara. Yes. Wow. Nice. It was, hey, your son's been on the podcast before and I, it was yeah. a pleasure. Yes, that was really yes, cool. Yes, I remember. It was years and years ago. With my nephew, Max. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Who are you? What are you about, mister? I'm Mike Lopez. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I'm a skateboarder, actor, stunt double. And uh, I've been coming down to Nozara for three years now. And I was lucky enough to design the new skate park here. Nice. So we're going to talk about the skate park today. Yes. Let's just jump straight into that topic. Why are you doing a skate park? Why are you helping create it? And then why are you down here as a professional with that interesting resume and skill set? How, how did this all coalesce? Tell me how it started. Well, that's a cool story, you know, between us two, no? Yeah. Yeah. So it started with Mael, my son, going to, with his friend Jack, going to Tamarindo for a weekend. And the only place they felt safe in Tamarindo was the skate park. It's open public and uh, they wanted to sleep there on the beach and surf early morning, but then they came back at two or three a.m. And the next morning he said, you know what? We need a skate park in Osara. So he has some land in Guianas Norte and he wanted to give his land to build the same skate park as in Tamarindo. But I think his, his land is small Right. Very small, so I don't think we could even fit the half basketball court on it. So, so, but we thought it was a good idea. So we said, again, we have this corner lot, perhaps, you know, with a swimming pool on it, and uh, which is not used since 15 years. So perhaps we could make a skate park in the corner. And uh, that's when Mike and Sarah emailed us and saying, yeah, we, we were in the water. We just came back to LA and we heard you want to build the skate park, which was a week later. Whoa. Then we talked to three or four people. So this started, if I heard you right, yeah. this started with just the idea we're going to do this. You talked to a couple people and somehow it got to you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And then you emailed or called him somehow. Yeah, email. Uh, yeah we sent him an email. To info at nosra.com, just yeah. whoever answers this email. Nice. Yeah. So tell us your version of it. So you heard it from somebody somewhere? I heard it, uh, news was around town and, you know, my girlfriend and I, Sarah, like, we were like, oh, it'd be cool if there's a skate park here, which there was, but it was closed at the time. So, um, we got in contact with Thierry and we went back and forth through email and within what, like seven days, eight days, we flew back down here to meet him. And <laughs> so we thought they were crazy. It's like, okay, we, we. We will fly back to meet you. It's like, but yeah. you just left. Yeah, yeah. We, next week we come back on Tuesday. Or, or like, so you really wanted it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was <laughs> like a dream, and we always thought, uh, talked about it. So it just happened. We came All back. Right. Yeah. All right. So you guys connect. We're gonna do a skate park. 
these things cost money. And that land that you're donating is not cheap. It's of value. It's very, very busy. And I don't think the skate park's going to be profitable. So talk us through the beginning of the money and how you got to here and also how you brought him down. And then after, after he does that, Mike, if you could share your side of your side of it as well. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, of course the land is valuable, but if you keep it and you don't sell it, which is the idea with the corner lot, it's like building the tennis on the other corner in front of the I cafe. I was just about yeah, to say exactly. that. So to make sure that we don't have anything new on it and seeing uh, tennis was pretty good idea to have sport and make this community like we sport. So Thierry, you're saying you didn't want a McDonald's where the, t- where the it's tennis kind of, Exactly. And on new ideas from everybody that came once a week to tell me, oh, I have an idea for your corner and things like that. So then we had, we had a project 20 years ago that never happened in the at the skate park corner, which mm-hmm. was the Nosara Escape corner in, in Guyenes Norte. And we had a swimming pool, which was full for seven years. And then we emptied it and f- filled it with, uh, with dirt. And so many people wanted to rent it, to develop it, to sing. So when man had this idea, we thought, okay, why not the corner, which has no value until we sell it, we're not gonna sell it. So. Let's so why not? give it for your idea of a skate park. And then Mael doesn't skate. I doesn't want to learn how to skate. We don't skate. So we thought, okay, we have no idea. So when he sent us an email a week later saying, I am a pro skater. I can come down and uh, tell you how to build the skate park. We thought, okay. I mean, All right. So you great, jump in no? here and pick up. Yeah. So pretty much we came down here. We met him and um, he showed us the land. We had lunch. And by then, like, he asked me if I wanted to be a part of it, if I wanted to design it. And that's where it all started. So what's in it for you from your perspective? Just to help out, just to be here and help out, give back to the community. But you wanted to have a, you love Nosara, you wanted to have a skate park in Nosara, no? And to have a skate park here. You know, I've been coming down here for a while, so, and I want to skate. You know, okay, now I we're thought, getting somewhere. That I want to skate was the first thing that really clicked. So you want to have a spot to skate. That's what you like to do? Yeah. So it just worked out, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Sounds wanted, like it's working we really well. We skate park and yeah. Now, so, as, far as, as far as getting things going, though, he's got the land. He's got the resources. He needs someone to oversee it and design it properly. Is that is that the connection? Yeah. You're the designer? Yeah, yeah I pretty much designed it. Well, me and Terry and Niall designed yeah. it together all of us and um yeah so from there i reached out to six different uh skate park companies and um within one day everett from new line emailed us back and he's been to nazara before and we just continued to go back and forth and then it just worked out and they were on board nice so walk me through funding uh and get us up to today and then we'll pick up the story so yeah so we met a guy named Rich, like you, and uh, he's used to to raise money and things like that. So he said, you know what? I love your ideas. I heard about it. We had dinner at his house and he said, I- I'll throw $50,000 in it and you just have to find another six donors and I help you to find them. And then we do a GoFundMe and, uh, and uh, you told me your idea was I put the land me, like I put the land with Martin and, uh, and I have a partner in it. And uh, I would love to not put money 
myself. But of course, it's like I put money until to make sure that it happens. And normally when we start something, it happens. So, so he said, no, it's easy and things like that. I never asked anybody for money if it was not one of my investors, no? So it was a new concept, but having him, and he, he sees big, he said, okay, if the land is 25,000 square feet, which it is, 23 or 25,000, let's build 25,000 square feet project. Who cares about the budget and think, and let's take the best company through Mike. And uh, so new line that the company that one of the owner, he was here at La Negra during COVID. So he knew Guillaume, it's like it was, everything built up pretty amazingly good, no easy. Yeah. So emotion wise, there's plenty of synchronicity yes. uh, between the purpose, the goal. Yeah. You just needed to find someone to oversee it, build it, design it, and, and all of these yes. things. And it seemed like that happened pretty smoothly. Am I hearing yeah. that right? Yeah, really smoothly. And so we went big, one of the biggest company to build and design skate park. Mike is a pro skater to, to know exactly the size, the high, why, not too big. Because we don't skate, we wanted half a basketball court like that we can use it too right. because we're not going to skate. And uh, based on that, they came with an amazing, they came here to visit the owners. And uh, they just did a skate park in Afghanistan Wow! Mm -hmm. to help the community. And it's okay, you want to help your own community. We're going to really help you on the price, on the... We're not going to charge. His son came to help and not charge for the work. And uh, so it, it was like wow. everything was working perfectly. And, and the community right away was like contacting us to, oh, I'm, I'm a teacher for roller skater girls, like seven to 12 years old to take them out of drug and saying, oh, I'm doing that. I'm a class. So I'm, I'm just hearing momentum is just cranking out of this. Yeah. So Mike, jump in as you guys, you chose your builder. Did you have a moment of like, wait, I'm moving to Nosara to oversee a skate park that's not gonna charge any money. How am I gonna survive? Like, were you having any of those fears? Or uh, has that not happened yet? No, of course, it, yeah, it for sure hit me. Um, I just stayed focused and, you know, stayed, you know, on top of it. And I kept coming down once a month this past year and kept working on it and. Did it garner, did, you, did your heart and your mind keep growing wanting this? Or did it ever get to a point of like, what am I doing? I need to think For about sure, this. For sure, you know. It, That's, I'm trying to get kept, to the real moment. Something, somebody listening to this right now yeah. might be thinking about moving down here or doing something in their lives. And they love hearing like the real moment of when, okay. when you, they come down. I mean, yeah, it was tough. I was getting pushed and pulled between, you know, the States and here and coming back and forth. Like it was, it was a lot of work, you know, and I have my own life and my own like thing going on back in LA. And I just try to stay positive and focus and come back and forth and, and work as hard as I can to get this done. How does Nosara garner your full attention to making such a big life decision? Like what, what about it made you decide to leave a solid life as an actor, a stunt double, a professional skateboarder? Like on paper, your life in LA sounds pretty freaking amazing. So, yeah. so talk me through coming down here at this level of commitment. I mean, just the vibe. And, and everything that's that's happening down here. Surfing, I just started surfing and like that kind of like pulled me in really deep and um, I just got addicted to it and never wanted to stop. And I love the warm weather, the warm water and 
This yeah. is starting to make sense. It's all yeah, it's all adding up. It makes sense. It's the surfing. The surfing brought me in. Gotcha. And so surfing caught you, hooked you. You now have something new to to grow into. Yeah. In addition to your foundation of being a professional skateboarder, now you get to share that knowledge with people, and it made you feel good. That's what I was hearing you say. Yeah, yeah. I got addicted to it, and it's like that first love. You know, when I first stepped on my skateboard, like I was, I couldn't stop. And once I got introduced to the water, like I just couldn't get out. Nice. Now that all makes sense. Now, Terry, let's get back to the mechanics, though. You and I, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't in 2010 and 11 and 12, you and I meet several times to talk about potential skateboard uh, parks. I know I, when I first got here in 2009, the kids were bored during the day. There's a lot of idle time. We have lots of challenges in the community because a lot of the locals don't have opportunities to get hobbies to, and things to do. There's kind of surfing in the morning and the afternoon, but there's all the rest of life on every other part of it. Yeah. So that's why I went to you and was saying, what do we have to do to get a skate park? And then later on one came, so I, I pulled back, um, but it wasn't quite what, a, what I was envisioning. I was thinking of a community center landing spot for people to go, a safe place. You could speak English, Spanish, you could be any color or from here or from somewhere else. That was what was in my mind. So. I used to talk, that's what I remember yeah, yeah, our remember, discussions yeah. about. And now it seems like that's happening at a bigger scale than I could ever imagine. You have a pro skater here, but I'm saying all that to say this, this costs money. How's that happening? Yeah, so to go back to 10 years ago, is like we have this hectare of land out of Richmond Phipps <laughs> at Pelada. <laughs> we with, had money problems with, then, with, that's why I'm asking a, the question with tennis, now. <laughs> tennis court, and the tennis court was really bad shape. Yep. So, Already thinking about it, meeting with you and a lot of people were thinking, my son, 10 years old, to have like a community place where you have a restaurant in the middle and tennis, basket, skate, whatever sport around it that you can do. And then you would be free for the Costa Rican or for the Ticos of the district of Nasara and saying, but it, it was too hard because we didn't own the land. So we and actually the association of the tennis didn't own the land neither with Richmond Phipps and saying, and they didn't really want to have something else than tennis. And so we and no, forget so it wasn't it. very popular no, either. So no, it was, it was not so many kids neither. It was, it was, a, it was a different challenge, yeah. but now from what he just described, it seems like Mike, you're, you're walking into a very comfortable situation and the funding is going quite well, which is the opposite of what our experience yeah, was. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I had less money 10 years ago than today, but, uh, but the truth is true that like having already someone next to you saying, I love your ID, I'm going to throw in $50,000 and really try to find six other people. That means that I kind of felt like I had already $300,000 donation to do it. And uh, then we didn't have a budget, but like thinking, okay, let's go as big as possible. Somewhere money cannot be the trouble, the problem, because it's for the community. So let's, I have to have the agreement of the community service around us, like municipality of Nicoya, the ADIN, Association de Desarrollo of Nosara, the NCA, Nosara Civic Association, and the little village around us, which all have their association of uh, development. So I contact, we were doing the electricity for the electric cars in Nosara with the municipality and the the first lady of Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. So I talked with the uh, alcalde, the mayor of Nicoya, and he loves the idea. He said, yeah, even more than you don't ask me any money. So of course we're full in it. 
So the municipality, like, is they going to put some workers to clean it, some people to guard it at night, part of their workers' planilla in Nicoya. So we had them. Then I talked to Marco from the Adin in Osara, and he, he talked for an hour and a half on the phone. It was at night, I remember, 7, 8 p.m. And he explained to me that 1,800 kids in the village are from three years old to 16 or 17 years old. And they don't have nothing, no place to go. Like the soccer field is closed by law and things like that. There is no, no nothing. They only have a little salon of, to make basket or things, but like, and music and the old people and the dancing and everything. And so these people are going to go into drug, into, we're thinking about so many things. And he explained to me that, why do you build it in Guiones? And it will hear, I explained Martin and in the morning, she woke up crying and she said, yeah, he's right. We cannot build a skate park in Guiones. If, uh, and then we, we came with the idea of building five half basketball court mini skate park in each village to, to regroup, to have these activities for everybody. And talking with Freddy from Teratur, he's a very, very good friend. I know him since the first week I was in Osara. And, uh, I said, you know, I really want to bring this whole community together in the middle, but the Guion is in the middle of the district, but we need to bring the people. So I said, okay, right away, I'll give my shuttles on Saturdays, Sundays to pick up the kids from every village, bring them to your skate park. They practice during the week in, in their little mini skate park in every five villages. And then on Saturday, Sunday, we bring them in and bring them back for free. Hey, let's pause and give a shout out to yes, the friends yes, from Territory. Yeah. Many, many yeah, things. Freddy, like, thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. So, <laughs> beautiful. Now, am I understanding it right? There's not going to be a charge to go to the no. skate park? Is that it, accurate? It, yeah, it's a public park. So it's a public park. Okay, is it going to be Open. fenced with locks or Nothing. how is it going to work? Open. It, now explain, no fans. Explain no... that to us because people might be confused at yes. first when they hear that. But the idea of like, me, I was thinking like, the park of Nicoya, you, you go, you have bench, you don't have, act, you don't have activities like basket or skating, but you go there, you walk, you sit, you talk. It's, it's free. No, nobody thinks about, did you pay an entrance to get in the park? No, it's, it's uh, like the New York park, like I forgot the name, like Central, Central Park. park. <laughs> and uh, so that was the first idea, no? like a place that it's a park. And of course, if you can do skate for the kids and for the adults, and then if you like to watch skaters, you can go there. And because we like basket, a basketball court. And uh, so free. How do you make it free? It's, it's just because if I can donate the land that I don't use anyway, and other people will donate the money to build on it, then we, we don't, it's, and we build it concrete, then there is mostly no maintenance, not enough maintenance that it's a problem financially. So then it's, it's free. You, you, you don't need to charge anything. And because we knew that it would be hard to understand or believe, we thought no, nobody's going to make money. So no food selling, no drinking, no, no nothing. You have 50 business down the road in Guinness Norte. So we don't want to be competition to anybody. So we said, okay, like that is very clear that the whole skate park is something, a community place where hoping everybody can donate to it and it's, it's everybody's skate place. 
and uh, we're gonna have a fountain with filtered water hmm. to drink free. So let me uh, let me say this back to you if I heard it right. What you're saying is the skate park is going to be open to everyone. Yes. It's not going to be closed with locks in certain hours like it's open. But you even added in there, if I heard you right, Nikoya is supporting it completely. Yes. So much so that you were able to pave that area with no problems. Did I hear you that? With a permit. We, pa- we paved the road with a building permit for this. Okay. But you have their support. You yes. got the permits. And then you have a professional skateboarder willing to relocate his entire life and oversee the whole thing. Yes. And basically, the momentum to get it started was fantastic. The funding went better than expected. And everyone's basically supporting this. Am I hearing that right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Now, let me ask you that question, though. Who is not supporting it? What are some of the backlash or questions that you guys are getting? Look, me, I was thinking NCA, which it can be sometimes against development or noisy thing, people think it's noisy and things. So they fool in it too. It's a, it's a new director named Marco also. And uh, the board loved it. And uh, we have full support of NCA and they made the first, they, I let them do the first uh, Facebook uh, page announcing that we're going to have a free skate park and thing on NCA. And nice. Just, um, so the community organizations are behind it as yes. well. What about from your side, Mike? Uh, do you hear any awkward questions or thoughts of, like in Osara, we like to complain about anything that's ever built. Yeah. And we just like to complain. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of misinformation that circulates around the town. Tari, you don't know anything about that, though. So, <laughs> so. Is anything coming back to you of like, oh, you're messing up the place or now it's too crowded? Or do you hear any of that stuff? Or is everyone being super nice about it? Everyone's super positive. You know, people were confused about uh, if it was going to cost anything to get in. But I think everyone's pretty stoked. Now, do you know where people will have a problem is if music gets really loud and crazy like the last skate park? Because that's what took the last skate park down. We have no, it's going to be no activity. I mean, it's going to be a park, but you have no activity. It's not going to be music at night or DJ or... So we're not going to have any noise issues out of the skate park? Me, I learned There's cameras the, recording yeah, right now. I, I, mean, I learned at the beginning, I went on skate... I'd never been on a skate park still today, no? So I went online and cities of New York, LA calculated the noise of a skate park, it's less noisy in decibels than a bar in New York. Actually, skaters don't really make a lot of noise So on concrete. That's funny because when you and I were discussing it, remember we were looking for yeah, spots and figuring out that the nobody can be bothered by the noise and saying... Uh, yeah, a couple yeah. a couple people came, they're like, no, absolutely not. The noise is so loud, yeah, you're going no, to ruin actually, the community. It looks like it's not. It's like, we're going to try... We, we, if we do some event, it's mostly for the community event. The idea of then having event to raise money would always be for something of the district, of the five villages. What so, would the hours be of the event? Because quite frankly, the oh, last yeah. skate park could have been fine. No, they just went like, too uh, late, too for loud example, for too long. For example, now there is an event that is going to be uh, perhaps a competition of surf in March or April. So they asked me if they could do some of the price and things like that on the skate park from five to seven. And uh, everybody wants to have a opening of the skate park. We, we don't really like opening and things like that, but uh, if we do an opening, we, we can do it like from again, three, four to eight. 
because then I have to go to sleep. So it's like, hey, well, that yeah. sounds great. I was just trying to get you guys to say on camera that you're not going to go crazy late no. into the night because that's, no that's number, just yeah. so you know, number one, that's what people are the most concerned yes. about. Yeah. So we're going to put light on it also. Okay. To play basket or so the, the idea of the lights that we put it on at 5, 5.30 and turn it off around 9. And, uh, and the idea of the guard is mostly to not be stolen in the storage or it's not a guard that's going to guard the skate park, but it's going to be around. So make sure that nobody goes on the skate park with his car. Hey, my uh, business idea for you guys is a doctor's <laughs> office right beside the skate park. <laughs> <laughs> Last one open, people so, like me went out and <laughs> fell right away. <laughs> you know, it has nothing to do, but with Alejandro, the doctor, yeah. since two years, we have a donation to install an X-ray machine in Nosara at the clinic. <laughs> and it's it's happening at the same time. Now we're moving. Yesterday or today, we moved the uh, mandala out of the clinic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. What's going on over there? But, it's we did mandala a new place to be able to get the space inside the clinic to move inside the pharmacy and the to move out the the laboratories that we have behind uh -huh. yeah yeah inside the old pharmacy next to it and then we can have by march april at the same time we open the skate park we didn't have any <laughs> the universe is lining yeah, up quite well nothing to do with it but oh so, man that's what the, and no. i think <laughs> the clinic alejandro is going to give all the help and support at the skate park and uh, and help. Also, again shout out I to Alejandro he, on the he, he, yeah, he said that he will buy a hundred uh, protection oh wrist, wrist guards, guards. Wrist that's guard, a good yeah, idea yeah. to make sure he doesn't use overuse his extreme I thought maybe he was just going to offer a 10% discount for broken bolts from the skate park <laughs> I can ask him hey I needed that I hurt myself bad at the last skate park um but you say, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know. Like, do you get hurt on a skate park a lot? Yeah. That was a funny question. I mean, Mike, you take that one. If you don't quite know what you're doing, like you can definitely get hurt, you know? And I feel like the whole process of me designing this park, I wanted everything to be somewhat small and not uh -huh. too huge. So it's easy for these kids to learn. So- And I mean, it is, no? The design is like easy, average yeah, skaters, no? Very, yeah. it's. Everything's built pretty like mellow and small, so. So it's not quick transitions. It's not going to be that gnarly. It's going to be super simple and you know every super friendly, but also like, I mean, you can get hurt anywhere, you know. So. Yeah. Well, the better you get at skateboarding, you can make fun out of almost anything. Like you're a pro, you yeah, can find a curb yeah. or a basic quarter pipe and probably go nuts. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but well, and, cool. and and the concept that you designed was based on surf. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's was, a that nice. Uh, yeah. Big things hey, too. can you talk about that in the design, more detail? Yeah. I really want to hear that. Yeah. So, I mean, coming here, it's a surf community, surf town, and when I had the opportunity to start drawing stuff out, like I knew that it had to be somewhat like similar to surfing as far as like the obstacles. So I tried my best to kind of like include all of that, and so there's going to be a pump track and a lot of real flow section. So. It's just an easier like way for I mean especially surfers that don't know how to skate they can catch on very quickly, so try to just make it super mellow and super easy. No, no beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that, that's incredible. That's fantastic. Uh, Mike, can you tell us what your role is and what you'll be doing there? Um, just skating, having fun. Uh, I should also. I'm gonna do uh, skate lessons. Okay. We're gonna do skate camps. 
And, yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, just try and like help out and teach kids how to skate. So you, you know? can use your sphere of influence uh, as for people to have confidence knowing they're learning from the right person. Yeah, exactly. I, we want everyone to feel comfortable and feel safe and be aware of like how this whole skate park thing works. You know, you got to be fully like, you got to be aware of everything. You know, it's very dangerous, but if you understand the flow of things, like it could be really fun and really safe at the same time. At so. skate parks, I grew up in uh, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, Florida area, mm-hmm. and Kona is there. It's mm-hmm. a big, big skate park. And I'll never forget how liberating it was to learn how to fall on your knees, mm-hmm. or if you had wrist guards and elbow pads, how, just how you could avoid getting hurt. Yeah. And of course, as soon as Nosaras opened a skate park, I immediately went out there with no pads and got very hurt. Yeah. But it sounds like you're working. <laughs> That's a true story. It was 2012, I'll never forget it. Um, anyways, it sounds like you're setting it up so that there could be an environment of safety, uh, surf and flow oriented, plus you'll be on site, you're gonna be willing to teach and do camps. And yeah. it sounds like that might be a little snowball that kind of grows yeah. and creates a lot of momentum. Yeah. But we, you know, I mean, when I came in 27 years ago, I think we had only one Tico surfer from the village, Gata, and uh, now he moved out in California or something. But uh, uh, today we have how many people oh, of the village making yeah. money, making a living, making three, four, five times more income than their father working in construction and thing because of the surf. And we have a world champion, Jimena, yeah. from our community so yeah. we have a couple of pros dorian's uh, doing the longboards yeah. uh jose hp jose ruiz uh is traveling internationally they're all from nasara so there's more on the way let's so. dream big no like why yeah. we don't have a world champion skater in 10 years from nasara I'm so like, you're starting your legacy here mike is what it sounds like pretty much yeah yeah very cool and very class cool. knows is they make money giving class to surf you cannot surf every day. Sometimes there is no waves. It's too sunny, too hot, too small, too whatever. So then you can be a skater teacher yeah. for the kids of Nasara that know how to skate. So what I'm hearing, there's travel, a delivery service essentially, like a, to the skate park. It doesn't cost anything. There will be classes. Yeah, as a travel, I really want to help Sophia. Sophia and her father, George, they donate a big part of the money to make sure that we have five mini skate park basketball in every village and the system of free transport. Even Teratur is already giving it. We, we have, we, we, we are sure that we're gonna have- So kids are gonna be able to get there. Ev- every like. week, every weekend is gonna be a free transport. And if they wanna progress, lessons will be available mm-hmm. to yes. where people can get as good as they want to get. Yeah. And they can practice in their own village during the week. This is beautiful. So what else about the skate park do you want to get out there while you have this platform? So now we have also, we're going to have skate park basket, but we're going to have a professional climbing wall, bouldering, which is, (laughs) it's going to be the unique and only open free outside bouldering climbing wall. So it comes, it's professional from San Jose. They're coming tomorrow to install it, it's ready. We have a platform like uh, 50 square meters, concrete, and they come with a whole structure, a roof, mattress, and you can climb this bouldering. I think there is 15 routes, and they all kind of like level one, which is very easy to level 10, which is super hard to practice, and you don't need any rope, any security. You just go up, 
So more things to do. More things to do. And skateboard, basketball, and climbing wall. Yes, and ping pong table. Oh, nice. I learned how to ping pong table on a, on a concrete ping pong table. And I loved it. And then I, I did some competition when I was 13 to 16 years old. And I learned on this concrete ping pong table in front of my house. So we're going to put a ping pong table ping or two. That's great in a surf town too. You have skateboarding, surfing, ping pong, rock climbing. And so it's and, free. And then you can go adults. You don't do any of this sport, but you just hang out there mm -hmm. and watch people play so basketball, areas street ball, can hang out. climbing, your kids. But you don't even have to have kids. You can just go there and watch people having fun, no? It's like a, a because there is- entertainment. Yeah. Well, listen, I want to thank you guys for what you're doing. The community center is massively needed. Yes. Um, Nosara, Nosara is growing, <laughs> as you can tell, and we hear the construction, we all know this, but the one thing that's not growing fast enough is helping the people from here, yeah. especially the kids coming up. As a business owner, I'm a business yeah. owner. I want to hire people from here. But yes. if you're doing a business that doesn't fit a skill set, it's very hard. And that's something that's always bothered me. Um, and also I've learned that kids that don't have an outlet and a constructive thing to do and continuously improve, those are the kids that get in trouble. That's where a lot of our issues yes. are from. Yeah. So I, I, my biggest thank you out of all of this is I think you're going to help future generations fast. I don't think it's going to take long for this no. to really work. I think it's going to start working very, very soon. Yeah. yeah, and normally you should be ready in March, no? Yeah, pretty soon. So March, here we go. Here yeah. we go, you can skate. And one thing also important is like, because it's public, we we need we still need donation. Even everything is already, we, we can build it. So we can finish. What build style of donation it, though? Does it have to be a lot of money? No, or? so it's like the whole goal is like to have everybody donate. Even if you want to give a dollar, five, 10, a hundred, a thousand, you don't have to be a millionaire. But like that, you feel like you own part of the skate park. So even if you can only donate $10, go on the GoFundMe, or we have the bank account. It's like, it's not so much that we need the money, which we do somewhere, but like that, you feel like if I skate on it, if I go play basket or I just sit on it, it's also my skate park. Like that is nobody's skate park, not the municipality, not the, the, the NCA or whoever. It's right, like everybody, I get it. everybody's skate park. I mean, you guys want, but they get like a stamp. And where do we put the bricks in? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you might need it's that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's to be determined. Um, but yeah, that, so that's the idea. We're going to have, I think, uh, uh, somewhere that we, we know you, where the GoFundMe is. And so if people just want to participate and donate something, like that, they feel like that they are part of it. It's a, it's a community project. Beautiful. People, um, people are skating already. Huh? I know. Yes. When we don't build, people are skating because we have one part is already, and we want it. I didn't say it. It's dangerous because we still have rebars around and thing, but somewhere it's dangerous to skate. So it's yeah. like uh, you have to. They both, it's the good news is people want it. They're yeah. already going, but maybe yeah. in six, eight, or twelve months, like, yeah, we'll come back and uh, it, it's going to catch. Uh, we will be around. Moving on, yeah. moving to some other stuff real quick. I want to ask you guys a couple quick questions. We all know what we like about Nosara. I would like to know what you dislike. Like, what's your, what's your biggest dislike? No place is perfect. No, Sara is good, but it's not perfect. So take a you moment start. to think about it. Okay. Mike, you go first. He's senior, so he gets to go, uh, go next. I don't know, man. I think it's a pretty epic place. Like, I mean, maybe the roads? 
coming from Liberia to here, it's it's rough sometimes, you know, especially when you're leaving at four in the morning. Like the roads are pretty pretty heavy. It's true. You don't have to look to him for a no, 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 that is, you don't. That's the. That's the. We all know. Everybody that. knows that. Yeah. That's the number no, one response. True, yeah. I mean, for me, I guess that could be it. I mean, you know, that's a good answer. Yeah, it's a good, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're bad enough for that to kind of cover your your negatives for the place. Yeah. Once you live here a while, though, you see different things. Yeah. Uh, it's a small town. There's massive yeah. gossip. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of misinformation that flies around this place is. It's incredible. I call it the Nosar gossip machine, and yeah. you you almost can't stop it. I'm I'm trying to with this podcast actually. Cool. Like Terry, when I was told about Terry, he's like, "Oh, watch out for that guy. He owns the whole place." Terry. Well, he was the first guy in the town that supported the notion of a skate park 14 years ago. Mm. He really did. Yeah, I know. He sat down yeah, and talked yeah. about it. He even brought up a couple of land, and we didn't always agree on everything, but I don't know. That was the start of our relationship. So. No place is perfect. And there's an no. old town that says small town, big hell. Yeah. That'll, that'll be how it is here, but that's okay. It's still worth it. For, for me, what I try to tell people is if you're moving to Nosara to escape anything, don't, don't do it for that reason. Yeah. Problems follow, have oh. a way of following. What you're doing if you move here is you're substituting a different set of challenges and problems compared to maybe where you're from. Yeah. So for me, the challenges of living here are far worth facing and dealing with no matter how mad I get at this place and how much I dislike it frequently I'd rather deal with that than be where I'm from yeah <laughs> it's that simple oh, crazy. I've made that decision and that's where I'm at I wanted to raise my kids here I wanted them to have a different lifestyle but there's a price that came with it and I admit it and uh but it was worth it and I'm glad I did it now I'm really interested in him because I've been here for a while he's been here a long while yeah. and started Main Street uh, I call it Main Street. You taught me to call it Main Street Guiones. It is Main Street Guiones. Yeah. Now, he told me years ago, he's like, we have parking. We have space. We have all this. The offices look pretty good. It's pretty good. And I was like, man, I don't know. I now see that it's having been good. here a long time. Now that the town's filling up, we'll go park in the G section. Yeah. See how that goes. So I now appreciate a lot of you that I've been here a long time and the town's filled up. But when I got here, I didn't know. I just thought you were the scary beast of a man. So I was really scared. Yeah. Now it turns out we're friends. My kids hang out with, with your son and just all, all kinds of stuff's happening. But I guess that's my point then, Mike. Yeah. It's, things here aren't always what you see. Now that my rant's done, you've had enough time to think about it. Yeah. What's no. your negatives of this but place? We, I mean, three years ago it would have been the dust, but we're so much better now with the road paved and we're going to pave more road, no? With municipality. Tell and, us uh, about that. Where, where are we going to so, pave? We just already did because one of the enemy of the skate park is dust. So we just paved the front road of the skate park. Thank you for that. And uh, when you do something nice, people want to do the same. So now a lot of community around Guiones wants to pave their road. So we're going to have more pavement down to North Guiones. And uh, we also, since a year and a half, we're making a project of uh, Calle Modelo down the road from Café de Paris with the Harmony Project and uh, the municipality and the Minai and, and Konavi. Thanks to so, everyone involved for doing yeah, that, by the way. People, really, like really MC, amazing. And uh, so we are going to pave this road in March or April. And uh, that's 600 meters of road with sidewalks, with drainage, with more parking, like 
40... I'm sorry for laughing when you said that. The thought of it is so comical. Yeah, I too. know, but so, but also, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, and Guillermo's Norte also is gonna happen. I think perhaps even Guillermo's Norte gonna have a paved road before the main Guillermo. That was my the... prediction. I was gonna ask you to. Yeah. to oh, I'm sorry. That was gonna be my question. Yeah. I was gonna ask you what's your prediction on get, what gets paved next. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be first Guillermo's Norte. Okay. It's because it's happening. Well, we did the hundred meters, uh-huh. and then it's a, another hundred fifty meters happening next month. And uh, I think it's going to go all the way down the road and in the, the next few months. And the is cooperating with yes, this. You just 100%, need a Of course, because it's like mostly paid by private people. And it's not so expensive. If everybody participates on a road, it's well done. It's really the same asphalt of the main road. And it's not too expensive per house when you know the value of the land so and the houses. So with your experience, can neighborhoods yes. get together and yes. do it? Like the L section has an yes. atrocious road for yes. a while. Could yes, they do 100%, it? Yes, 100%, yes. Okay, yeah. You need someone to put them all together and participate, but yes, yes, it can be done. We need to do an episode on that down the road. That's, and that's the municipality having a next year, I mean this year, 2023, and now I've, I forgot if it's 250 million colonnes to again asphalt the road from uh, the supermarket El Chino mm-hmm. all the way to the village and all the way to Ise. So, and next year, I mean 2024-25, we... We hopefully have, uh, which is a lot of money, like uh, a thousand million colonnes only for Nosara district from the municipality of Nicoya to pave more roads. That means Delicias, Inside, Santa Marta, whatever. Wait, hold on, Terry, let me pause you. Are you saying that Nosara and Nicoya are starting to get along and some of the money's coming back? Yes, yes, yes. For the first, yes, after 27 years of being like, in a fight with the municipality of like paying taxes and never come back, it's hey, it's he, and after back. all the talks yeah. we've had on this episode, we're like 300 episodes yeah. in. For me, it's hard to have something I dislike because it was a dud, but it's very something positive. But let's say I have a fight and my brother always laugh about me, but I don't like the trucks that use their motor to break. Oh. And it, it, it's, <laughs> it's funny that these trucks make a living because we're building, because we're using their work. And they really bother not only the rich foreigners, but also the Tico living on the, on the road and thing. And so since a year and a half, I'm working with a lot of companies, which include the Aceradero of the village, the hardware store, Terra Tractor, and five building companies that all their trucks don't use it. They spend $1,500 to use another way to, to break without using the motor. So no more noise. Beautiful. And so, it looks like nothing and it's said, yeah, you have other problem in life. I think, of course, but that's something I dislike. And so when I don't like something, I try to do something about it. And I dislike the people driving too fast on the national road. Can I ask you about yeah. that? Because when you come into, for me, I think I have three, maybe five, but I have three areas I'm really most concerned about. One is in front of Organico, that strip. Yeah. When people hit the pavement straight away, they speed up. They're like, yeah. heck yeah, here we go. Um, then in front of Locale, that intersection to turn is yeah. a little tough. And now I call it the new, I call it the racetrack. We're L section, where there used to be five yeah. points. Right there where Pilata Hill comes down at L, mm-hmm. people hit that straightaway uh, and just go so fast. And in okay. the morning, it's hard to even come out. So we are working on something also. With Aliarse, it's a company from San Jose that do private public, NCA, and that's also one of the things I dislike is to have a speed bump. 
on the national road with Conavi designed. And I think we, we find 10 or 12 locations from Gaza to Nosara. And all of the, your description are on it. So we're going to have a cross, crosswalk for people to walk, which at the same time is a speed bump. It's higher, so it's safer for the people crossing. And at the same time, you have to slow down because you have to go up and down. And so we are working hard on, and the municipality of Nicaragua is helping us a lot, NCA with Marco. And hopefully, after two years, we started the design and things like that. I hope this year we can have 10 or 12 speed bumps built on the main road. That's and they all us. included where you said it's dangerous, which Good. is at the Hotel Guiones <laughs> and uh, the Five Corners. and uh, so. I want to thank publicly everyone who's involved with that. Yeah, thank you. a lot of people. It's going to save lives. Like, yes. It's, it's going to yes, save lives. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to save lives. Now, different question, much softer tone. I'd like to know what your three favorite restaurants are in Nosara and what you like to get there. So, who wants to go first on that one? I mean, you're new. So Mike, you're, you're new, over. you take it. Yeah, I'll you go, go first. first. Uh, no particular order, unless I you would, want to. I definitely hit Almendros because I think they have the best wings. Ah, so wings at Almendros? Yes. Okay. For sure. um, pizza from La Luna, which is in big competition with Olivia's because Olivia's has really good pizza as well. Oh, they both have good pizza. Yeah. But you chose, you chose La Luna, so tell us the ones that you like there because they have very wide variety barbecue chicken barbecue pizza. chicken oh man marion told me one time that he did not want that one on the menu it's my favorite too yeah okay. i love that one yeah shout out marion barbecue chicken pizza is good yeah that was a good decision <laughs> yeah. um and third i would have to say man no. You can have a tie. I, it's not the end of the world. The what? You can have a tie. It's not the, the tie end is of the world. good, but I, I'm also, <laughs> I like the tie food from El No, Chivo. I'm saying you can have a tie. Oh, no, no. For I know that. Three. No, no, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, I brought up the food. But you just reminded me of Thai food. All right. From El Chivo. <laughs> it's one of my also favorites, too. Nice. So. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Flavor. Yeah, it's good ones. You, sir? So, for, you know, you know my family, we are yeah, vegetarian, vegan. So. I'm excited I mean, to hear we, your we answers. We don't really go on pizza with cheese, and uh, so that that makes a lot of place we like, but they don't really have our options, so we don't go. But let's say for the one we like, for sure, the, the place we go all the time, and it's not in an order, it's a Harmony restaurant. It's constant, it's the quality, it's organic, it's tasteful. It's, I think for me, the price is totally correct based on what they serve you. So I love a Harmony restaurant. Any particular item that you like the most there? Yeah, the pate. Okay. At the entrance, it's just amazing. It's a mushroom pate and it's to die for. And I love all their rolls, vegetarian, vegan rolls and things like that, sushi. Uh, I, I really like Love Burger. Oh, but that's also right. that's Love Burger is a gluten-free and uh, vegan. So for me, it's like a paradise. And everything is good. There. The pizza actually, I haven't had their pizza. Oh, man, it's, it's, it's... Potato pizza. And that's the only pizza in the yeah. world you can eat and don't feel heavy after leaving because there is no gluten, no cheese, and it, it tastes as good as a pizza, and it's... So we love, we love, love burgers. And... Uh, that was one of my L's, by the way, too. Yeah. Ah, yeah? Yeah, he... The love Burger was and one of his. Pulpo at Gabby's Place. It's okay. a Korean little container. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I think the chef is Andrew from Canada. And I mean, it's like, it cannot be more tasteful and uh, amazing food. So Pulpo, Harmony, Love Burger. And we just find a new place. It's a blue zone next to Love Burger. I mean, they have little potatoes with the mayonnaise. I mean, love it. So a new one, just a new, new place. Nice, nice. All right, let's wind it up. Is there anything else you want to get out there while you have this platform? Go follow the Nosara Skate Park Instagram. We created a new uh, oh, yes. account for the skate park. Gotcha. And uh, for the GoFundMe, do you name off the top of your head? No Sarah Skate Park? <laughs> no Sarah Skate GoFundMe? Yeah. You know, for me, it's like Nosara is better every year, really. Like I came here 27 years ago. I like what it was 27 years ago, but everything I dislike went away and we had more restaurants. We had the phone line, we had the cell phone, we had the internet. And now we have fiber optic. It's like it's so everything I dislike disappeared, like the dust, you know, the internet, the fiber optic. I can watch movies on my Apple TV, and it's like it's dream. So it's like the new dislike. I hope next year, if I do a podcast with you again, it's gonna be gone. And uh, I hope so too. Every year I have more dislike washed away. Hey, you're on a roll, man. Keep that going. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's kind of cool as we record this mid-January. It's starting to rain a little bit. I know. They say it will rain every month this year. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, you have to clean your gutters from the leaves because if not, you're gonna have infiltration in your house. Or maybe a little bit, of, a little bit less dust. I would like to announce that we're gonna open a skate shop in North Carolina. It's just down the street from the skate park. Whoa! Yeah, you should yeah. mention that. That's yeah. cool. Next to for your hotel. Yeah, right next door. Right on. Yeah. That's really out. cool, man. Yeah. That's a big detail. That's really yeah. good. Yeah, we're super excited about that. My I girlfriend bet. and I, Sarah, are gonna are gonna run it. So. Perfect. So you have an angle, you have a business, and it'll fund this wonderful project. And hopefully, it just is cyclical and grows and grows like a big snowball. Yeah, it will. I think so too. I don't think it's gonna take long. This one's beautiful. No, yeah, this thank one's Thank you guys work, for what yeah. you're doing. Like seriously, thank you. thank you for what you're doing. Thanks you and everyone involved in the speed bumps. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, and thank you for. Nikoya being nice and sending money I know, back here. Will, and they will more. Perhaps the votation five years ago helps them to... No, but the new, the new mayor is really Armando, I forgot his name. He's really a, a good guy and he's really working with uh, the Adin of Nosara. And uh, I think there is... Adin and, and the municipality were together on the Calle Modelo through, from Café Paris to the beach. And they were both in agreement that it's a good for the community. It's a road that is used a lot by foreigners, tourists, by Costa Rican to go to the beach, to go to work. So I think the whole concept of bringing everybody together in one community of Nicoya, Canton, and district of Nosara, and, and Guiones being a center for work, for surfing, for skating. It's nice to hear and feel. Again, yeah. that's, that's, that's very refreshing. It is. Hey, thank you both for coming in. I really appreciate what you did.